Welcome, everyone, to a new episode of The Tap. I am your host, author Andrew Hess. Today, I have the review from Forbidden Door. And this delivered. This has been talked about for a while now, ever since Tony Khan mentioned it. Forbidden Door, New Japan Pro Wrestling, and AEW combined pay-per-view. Man, this thing was just unbelievable. Um, I mean, I, I'm not even touching the pre-show. The pre-show is, eh, um, I, I really didn't care about that. But the actual main card delivered on all cylinders. Uh, you kicked off the night with Jericho, Sammy Guevara, and Minoru Suzuki getting the win over uh, Eddie Kingston, Yuta Wheeler, and Shudo uh, Umino. Um, this is, oh my God, this match was just insane. Like, I, I can't even, the the words are like inexpensive unexpressible i mean like okay eddie kingston and minoru suzuki i need another match of that 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 match that alone just oh my god hard hitting it was a banger of a contest i mean the chop fest that these two guys did they beat the hell out of each other just with chops to the chest and I mean, this went on for like maybe what two minutes, maybe of just them chopping the crap out of each other. Um, I was loving it. I would cringe every time they did it, but I mean, and then you got to a point where Eddie Kingston just started doing the repeated chops to the chest, had Minoru Suzuki backed up all the way to the corner, and he just kept going. And then Minoru Suzuki just like no sold it. And just stared him down. You just see Eddie Kingston kind of like, uh, okay, maybe I should try something else. And then he just took one stiff forearm and Eddie Kingston went down and was just like, boom, done. Oh, I loved it. Then you had everyone doing flips outside of the ring, starting with uh, Sammy Guevara doing uh, the shooting star press from the top rope to the outside. Then you had more people just doing flips over the top rope, suicide dives. And then you finally have it where Minoru Suzuki made it look like he was going to do, to join in on it. And then he just stopped halfway in the ring and just like, Nope, not doing it. Not happening. Um, Jericho and Shudo Umino uh, renewed a rivalry that had been going back for a few years. Uh, when Jericho had attacked uh, Umino's father um, and, and then put him in the the walls of Jericho. Um, that rivalry got renewed. You had Shudo like, really laying it in on Jericho. You had him eating a super kick from Sammy Guevara and it finally took Minoru Suzuki kicking him in the head and pulling him off to, to actually... Um, to stop him from uh, from putting Jericho in, in the Boston Crab. Um, this match just uh, fired away on all cylinders. I, I just, this was, here's the thing. I mean, the, mat, the matches on this whole show were amazing. And by far, the fatal, the fatal four-way match between um, Okada and Jay White and 
Hangman Adam Page and Adam Cole was probably the best match of the night, but this was either matched it or was a very close second, in my opinion. Then we had uh, the triple threat tag team title match where winner took all uh, over the ROH tag team titles and the IWGP tag team titles. Um, You had FTR get the win, uh, now adding a third set of tag team titles to their collection. Um, They get the win over Rapongi Vice and the IWGP tag team champions, Jeff Cobb and the Great Okan. Um, This was another great match. uh, And at one point you had... um, Dax get taken to the back and he makes his return later on in the match uh, all taped up and they make a huge comeback for the win. Um, Actually coming back to the whole Jericho Shudo Umino, you actually did have a backstage segment also with this where Jericho said that he respects uh, Shudo Umino. He earned his respect and then Jericho threw a fireball in his face. I don't see this ending anytime soon with just that. Um, speaking of Jay White that I was just doing a little while ago, Jay White had cut a promo with Juice Robinson. Juice Robinson was the IWGP US champion, but he had uh, he had to vacate the title technically um, because I think he had appendicitis and he wasn't able to make it to show uh, the time frame in which he had to defend the title with, which is why uh, he technically is no longer a champion, even though he has possession of the championship. Um, Will Ospreay had won uh, a match to become the new IWGP US champion. But Juice Robinson basically said that 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 match between Will Ospreay and Orange Cassidy was essentially a number one contenders match. Um, Even though Will Ospreay was the recognized champion. Speaking of that IWGP US title match, we had Will Ospreay uh, retained over Orange Cassidy, another amazing show uh, between them. Uh, you had Aussie Open getting involved multiple times in this match, uh, inevitably causing Will Ospreay to get the win. Aussie Open attacks Orange Cassidy post-match. Rapongi Vice tried to make the save, and they were just outnumbered because Orange Cassidy was still down. And then out comes Shibata. Shibata comes out and just takes out everybody. Um, and then you kind of have like a few minutes of just Orange Cassidy and Shibata having moment in the ring, gave him his sunglasses, gave him the thumbs up. Um, I thought it was actually pretty cool. The fan reaction for Shibata was just absolutely incredible as well. Um, the All-Atlantic Championship was decided uh, for the inaugural champion. Pack was the one who actually gets the win. I was surprised. I bet anything Miro was going to walk away with the title. I was wrong. Uh, he got the the mist in the face by Malachi Black, uh, followed by the Black Mass. Um, then you had Malachi Black uh, try to get like a, a float over armbar on Connors uh, as they're struggling over it. Pack gets up to the top rope, hits a 450 splash on both men, and then rolls Connors over. Uh, to put him kind of in the basically the rings of Saturn and Pac winds up getting the tap out victory to become the first ever all Atlantic champion. Big congratulations there. Um, we had dudes with attitude, which was kind of, which was a play off of 
uh, an old War Games match uh, that Sting was part of back in WCW days. Uh, Sting tar- tagged with Darby Allen and Shinto Tagaki uh, to take on the Young Bucks and El Phantasmo. Uh, you actually had the start of the match. Hikaleo was uh, supposed to be at ringside with them. And Sting did not show up for the match at first. He waited until the Young Bucks and essentially the uh, the reunification of Bullet Club for that one night only. And then Sting jumped off of the, the ledge, landing on all four members of the unified Bullet Club. Uh, Darby Allen and Shinto came running up. Starby starts taking out Hikaleo with his skateboard. Um, I have to say this was uh, definitely an interesting match. I wasn't really super sold on it, but I did like that um, the charisma of El Phantasmo. And then on top of things, you had him trying to do a titty twister to Sting. And now, mind you, Sting has his bodysuit on and a t-shirt over the bodysuit. And I'm sitting here going, why would you even think that that would work on him? And then later on, you had Sting do the titty twisters to El Phantasmo. (laughs) And I thought that was hysterical. Um, On top of all that, you also had um, El Phantasmo really show his stuff by doing a tightrope moonsault to the outside of the ring. I thought that was picture perfect. Um, Great, great match overall. Dudes with attitude get the win over the reunified uh, Bullet Club. I thought it was a good match. Um, Wasn't one of my top ones, but it was a good match. Thunder Rosa successfully retained the women's championship over Tony Storm. Uh, Thunder Rosa and Tony Storm really went out there and, and delivered. Uh, I thought this was a really good women's match. The problem that I just feel is that they're not, they're not building any good, credible storylines for Thunder Rosa. They just kind of keep throwing people at her to for challenge, but there's no storyline behind any of it, really, except for the one with Serena Deeb. That was the only memorable title defense that she really had. Uh, I just feel like that there hasn't been a, a memorable one at all with Thunder Rosa. Um, and that's sad because I, she, she's a great wrestler. Um, I already covered the IWGP US Championship. Ah, Zack Sabre Jr.'s mystery opponent selected by Brian Danielson. I called it. I said in, uh, the person that I thought was going to be the best choice, the one that Dan, uh, Brian Danielson would choose, was Cesaro. And I was right. Out comes Claudio Castanogli. Oh, my God. Amazing match. It was great to see him back in the ring. And now he is officially a member of the Blackpool Combat Club. And this was not his own one and only appearance for the night. He, did, he does show up at the end of the night, which we're going to cover in just a few moments. Um, this was probably my third favorite match of the night was Claudio Castanoli versus Zack Sabre Jr. Go watch it. You won't be disappointed. Switchblade Jay White retains the IWGP Heavyweight Championship over Adam Page, Okada, and Adam Cole. Uh, Adam Cole was knocked completely out uh, during the ending of this match, and Jay White pinned him quickly. Yeah, the Young Bucks come out to... Uh, to check on Adam Cole afterwards and it is reported that he has sustained a possible concussion from this match. It was another hard hitting one and I I honestly I did I, I 
thought this was probably the best match of the night. Um, sorry. And the final match was Ambrose. Oh, sorry, not Ambrose. John Moxley. Um, winning the interim AEW Heavyweight Championship. Um, I thought this was a great match. I mean, it was a good match. It was just, and it was bloody. It was pretty much his typical stuff, though. I, I mean, there wasn't, I hate saying it, but it wasn't really anything special. It wasn't anything special for me on it. It wasn't. Um, I, I just, I don't know. It wasn't, for me, it wasn't really a big thing. I, I mean, here it was a three-year in the making for Moxley and Tanahashi to finally wrestle each other. And it was a good match. Probably my fourth top match of the night. And that's saying something because this was a, a card filled with great matches. What I liked was what happened afterwards. You had Moxley trying to... Um, shake the hand of Tanahashi and uh, you had Jericho Appreciation Society come out and attack them really to set up the whole blood and guts um, match for this coming Wednesday. You had Eddie Kingston coming out to try to make the save Wheeler Yuta try to make the save. You had basically their team trying to come out and then out comes Claudio Castanoli who just came out and wrecked everyone including doing a 20 um a 20 spin cycle uh, of the the big swing on daniel garcia which was amazing oh claudio is just wrecking everybody and i love it i love it i love it this was great i cannot wait till aew dynamite this week i'm severely looking forward to it great job by both companies, New Japan Pro Wrestling and AEW, for putting on an amazing pay-per-view. And I really hope that we have more of these coming in the future. Um, even maybe get Impact Wrestling involved in there as well. Um, and, I mean, you were at, at that point, you would essentially have four companies, ROH, AEW, New Japan, and Impact Wrestling. Please do something to get all four of those companies involved. That would be absolutely tremendous. That is going to be it. That is my show for today. I will be back uh, more times this week. So until then, I'm author Andrew Hess, and tune in next time to find out what's on tap.